Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited today. I cannot tell you why, but I am excited. It is Africa Tech Radio, and my name is Lillian, but you can call me your brown sugar. I mean, <laughs> because I'm so sweet. <laughs> Don't you think so? <laughs> My me, I'm just goofing around. It's been a, a somehow, somehow couple of days, and this is my safe space. This is a place where I come to and I feel a okay. Mm? You can hear it in my voice now. I know fee high down from you. Yes, it is time for the three T's, and of course, three T's is travel, tours, and tourism. And on the three T's, we tell you a little bit about travel, talk about tours, talk about tourism, talk about places, culture. And traditions, and I've given you a lot. I even give you tips, right? Tips on how to navigate certain places and uh, some things you have to know so that when you're traveling to another country, you will not go jam talk. You know what they call jam talk? Like, <laughs> you would say something that will make them upset with you or do something that will make them upset with you. But before we start, I have something amazing, amazing topic, and it's called mysterious places in the world right some places are just and if you are a lover of adventure you want to go to the places i see uh, i'm not sure nigerians are or nigerians living in nigeria born in nigeria would actually think about going to places like this i mean if we hear a sound (laughs) if we hear not just nigerians africans right but i don't know if we hear a sound outside our house or your a door is open, you're hearing noise, one scratching sound, and you don't know where that sound is coming from, bro. We don't go saying, hello, hello, is anyone there? Hi, can you hear me? No, we just shut the door and go to bed. <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> but if you are, you know, you have a little bit of adventurous blood in you, well, this particular one is for you. We're going to tell you about some mysterious places. But before we do that, let me tell you about some things that has happened in the travel tours, tourism, culture space. Okay. First of all, Lagos has launched their Blue Rail Line. And people are going there just for, you know, going sick. They just want to go and feel how it is, right? It runs from Marina to Mauchu and back, right? And you can use your carry card you just go there and get the carry card if you don't have one if one of mine collected my carry card and she has not given it back to me if you can hear me right now i need my carry card anyway the launch commands the commercial operations for the lagos blue line rail and of course it's amazing because a lot of people have been saying nigeria lagos traffic lagos and tra- traffic are five and six but this will actually reduce it this con- decongest it and as the roads are opening so uh with the you know the reach of this train because if they reach where i want them to reach mm, if they reach where i want them to reach which is like okoko i'll be going to see my family a lot more i hope <laughs> you know we say uh, this is the reason i'm not doing this but if you check it very very well is that the reason anyway the project um it faced a lot of delays over the years but finally it has commenced services and expected to provide a much needed solution to the city's traffic congestion problems and because it offers a smoother and not eco-friendly mode of transportation but there's something i want to let you know please stay away from the blue rail line Stay away from the rail, the rail, the, the place where the rail train will, will go, move on top. 
stay away from it because it is charged with electricity don't cross it don't touch it don't pass it stay away the project is uh, supposed to serve at least 250,000 passengers daily and of course it's it's reduce it will reduce congestion on the road just go get your carry card and you can get in really <laughs> they will reduce the rates by 50% so let's see when it's completed maybe it will be increased because it's projected to transport around 500,000 passengers daily and it's a beautiful rail line so i'm going to try it first i'm going home this weekend and i'm going to try it <laughs> anywhere the thing carry me stop i'll continue from from with my leg or boss or, or um use a car but i'm going to try and then i'll come and tell you how my experience was both with the passengers both with the workers everybody don't worry i'll give you just I'm still telling you about some news, right? Some things that are happening in the culture, tourism, the travel scene, and of course, transportation. <laughs> Nigeria and Iran are having a little bit of a country man's. <laughs> Mr. Majid Kamrani, who is a cultural consular of the Iranian embassy in Nigeria, has offered, okay, he has said, you know what? Let me train interested Nigerians in the production of materials for home decoration. He said this because he wants us to have a cultural diplomacy, right? He's extended this because of his cultural diplomacy efforts to strengthen cultural ties between Iran and Nigeria, as well as promote mutual understanding. So those interested in participating will receive training in creating various Iranian products like um, Persian rugs, calligraphy, flower vases, and other materials used for home decor. Yeah. It's great. It's a great way to make money. It's a unique opportunity for Nigerians to learn and engage with Iranian culture through art and craftsmanship. That is a great way for that to happen for cultural integration. And Nigeria can actually train some of their people on our own things like Ashoke and some other arts and crafts that we do in Nigeria. Also, Adire, oh, tie and die. I never knew that thing in class. Well, maybe in future. Uh, moving on, um, the federal government, of course, in Nigeria has initiated cargo movement along the lagos ibadan rail corridor and now you can move cargo through the rail isn't it amazing now the standard gauge rail line commissioned earlier had been underutilized for two years this development is expected to enhance transportation efficiently and connectivity in the region okay now they have unlocked a new trade and economic opportunity and the integration was led by the minister of transportation saidu alkali who traveled the 157 kilometers rail corridor these three coaches of 30 wagons you didn't hear 30 wagons were loaded for the inaugural freight movement and now these are you know due to the plans to gradually increase the number of coaches per day and they're trying to demonstrate the potential for scaling up operations by nigeria railway corporation this is expected to have a positive impact on logistics and trade in the region before the nigeria railway corporation used to be a thing of the past so we're talking about history we talk about how nigeria used to have trains used to but i like the way the 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 railway corporation is gearing up and facing the times because trains are not a thing of the past they are actually the future they are effective they carry large people especially 
intra-country, even inter-country uh, activities. In Ethiopia, they are celebrating the Coptic New Year called on Kutatash. I'll say that again. On Kutatash. But, of course, the celebrations are in a trying time because the country is going through some tough times. There's high inflation, which means things are actually getting more expensive. And there's a lot of political economic trouble. And if you go to the capital city in Addis Ababa, you will see people trying to enjoy the holiday with colorful stores and the holiday filling in the air. But if you look closely, you notice that every day, you know, like onions, everyday items are now costlier. That happens in everywhere, actually. In Nigeria, I went to get... Um, one food item I won't mention because I'm not supposed to be eating. <laughs> I'm in denial that I'm actually eating that. And the prices just keep soaring. Before, I'll go to the market and buy like a kilo of turkey. I'll fry that kilo of turkey and enjoy it, you know, because I can, right? But now, if I go to the market and price turkey and say it's a kilo, I say just give me one, cut it to 30 pieces. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but that is the reality right now. So people who are shopping at the market are worried and they're trying to find good deals, but they are not getting it. So they're celebrating their Coptic New Year, but they're celebrating it in sadness, sort of, because we're supposed to be celebrating progress. We're supposed to be celebrating, you know, happiness. But are things really progressive? Anyway, UNESCO, which is like a group that protects important um, places and monuments, took a place in Uganda called the Kasubi site of their list of important places in danger. This place has the tombs of rulers from the Buganda Kingdom in southern um, Uganda. A long time ago, a fire damaged these special buildings in 2010. And they're made of wood, reeds and thatched roofs. And now... Of course, they have been special for a long time, but now they've fixed them with the help from people around the world. And now it is back to being safe and important again. It's off the list of important places in danger. And that is a good thing. I believe that monuments, any place that attracts tourism and tours, should be preserved. Speaking of, somebody went to a certain country and decided to climb a certain statue that was there and broke the arm. I went to the comment section and I was laughing at the comments. People said, you know what? Lock him up because this is, he's just defacing public property and it attracts tourists. How can you go there and climb, climb a statue? What do you think? That it is indestructible? What is happening? And let's go into the mysterious places in the world. Is the three T's, travel, tours, and tourism. And my name is Lillian. So you want to pump your adrenaline. You want to go to a place where you shout, ah! But these places are just mysterious, right? They're not scary. I've not, I've not decided to tell you about the scary places yet, right? But let me tell you about some mysterious places in the world. And we are starting with the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. This one, hmm. It is in the Atlantic Ocean. It is a place where strange things have been happening for centuries. What do you remember saying? Mm, I, I used to watch a, a, a show. Mm, come there. Strange but true. This is strange but it is true. People have talked about ships. Large. I'm not talking about boats or canoes. Ships disappearing. Plane crashing. And even humans vanishing. It is called the Devil's Triangle. And there are different areas and ideas about why these things happen. Some think that there are magnetic problems or compasses, some blame tropical storms, and some say, ooh, there's a spirit there that swallows these things. 
Why would I say, you know what, this is just a fluke, there's no mystery here at all. Nowadays, you can visit the area and enjoy the sunny islands of the Turks and the Caicos in the south and the beautiful coast of Bermuda in the north. But I rather believe, oh, if they tell me that Lillian, this place is cursed, it's haunted, I will believe you. I will not say it's a lie. Let me go and see for myself. See what? Hmm? Anyway, you say what? I'm not saying anything for myself. Oh, yes, anything you say is true. As long as it has to do, with, it has something to do with mystery and, um, you know, <laughs> maybe spirits. <laughs> Moving on, there's a place in Canada, right? It is called the Banff Springs Hotel. It is known for ghost stories and mysterious events. And people say a whole family was murdered in room 873. And there are stories of doormen who disappear into thin air. But if you're okay with ghosts and if you get, um, you know, so they say for, for every jazz, there's a counter jazz. So if you get counter jazz, well, you can stay here. The hotel looks like a Scottish castle and is surrounded by the scenic Canadian Rockies with skiing in Jasper and Banff nearby. It's worth the, if you think it's worth the risk, then I think you should uh, give it a try. <laughs> I'm not advising you. This is not a financial advice <laughs> or a travel advice. Let's talk about the Devil Star National Monument in Wyoming. See, this place in Wyoming, right near the Black Hills of Wyoming, the Devil Star is a unique geological wonder. It's composed of hardened molten rock that formed into distinct geometric columns. Native American tribes consider it a sacred site and it is, you know, has this enigmatic aura. Because of that, it has earned a place in the iconic sci-fi movie, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Today, it remains a site for Native American ceremonies and popular destination for rock climbers and hikers. And it further adds to its mystique. It is not haunted. It doesn't have any mystery in terms of spirit and all. And is it? Is it not here? But it's a place that you can try to visit. All right. Let us move over to this one. It's a coral castle in Florida and it's located in Homestead. Homestead. Coral castle is a testament to one man's de- determination and mystery, right? So, legend has it that a heartbroken individual spent 25 years constructing this site, which consists of over 1,100 tons of carved coral rock. Ooh, and the most intriguing part is that he achieved this remarkable feat without modern machinery. He relied on his hand tools. And people are wondering, how did you accomplish this engineering marvel, right? More like, how did you accomplish this Great Wall of China? That is, I don't even want to go into that because that's another marvel, <laughs> really. Now, let's talk about Area 51 that is located in Nevada. Now, this particular one is a secretive Air Force Base officially known as the Nevada Test and Training Range. It has been the subject of countless conspiracy theories, a lot of conspiracy theories. It is situated in the middle of the vast desert, a large desert, right? And during the Cold War, it was a hub for top-secret aircraft testing, especially stealth planes. Now, the extreme secrecy surrounding these operations gave rise to the rumors of extraterrestrial activity. When I say extraterrestrial, I know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> UFO. People are saying that UFO um, has been sighted there. And even speculations that the moon landing was staged there. 
tourists can explore the area the surrounding the base, but they are not allowed inside. That is why it's still a mystery because why can't you allow me go inside? Right? Right? <laughs> in Poland, there is a strange forest near in Poland with about 400 pine trees that look like they are bending over at a 90 degree angle before growing straight up again. People have debated what caused this and some theories say that it's heavy snowstorms that that caused it and some say it is a lumberjack technique. Some people say that it's the way it was planted but it looks very weird. You can google it. It's a just google strange forest in, in Poland. <laughs> Meanwhile, India, there's this Bagar Fault in India nest in the Aravil Hills and is said to be haunted. Yeah. Legend has it that a cursed princess and a wizard named Sinhai are behind the hunting. The wizard tried to use a love potion on the princess, but it went wrong. And he ended up dead, right? And it caused the entire fort. Today, it is considered one of India's most haunted places and nobody's allowed in after dark. Some locals even claim that the curse has caused deaths. I don't want to find out whether it's true or not. Do you get I'm not interested in finding out, but if you want to find that, that is where you can find it. <laughs> it just reminds me of a movie I saw uh, of a haunted forest in India. Maybe this is where they got their inspiration from. I'm watching Supernatural right now, and from the title of the of the series, you can understand how supernatural it is. And anything that shakes in my house or any curtain image I see, I'm I'm looking towards because I'm scared. And I've not even gone halfway the series. It's about 15 se- seasons. I'm just in like season four. <laughs> I might give up halfway, but who knows? <laughs> For now, I'm always scared. In Transylvania, in Romania, there's a region with misty mountains, medieval towns, and an airy atmosphere. One place that really gives you chills is Braun Castle. This castle has gothic towers and gargoyle covered roofs, and it has been linked to scary figures like Vlad the Impaler and Count Dracula. So if you're into spooky stuff, this is the place to be. I mean, have you seen Hotel Transylvania? <laughs> it's all about vampires. So what if vampires are actually real? Like I said, I don't want to find out <laughs> by my own. It's not be a first hand account. I always want to say I heard. It's, it's things like this that I want to say. You know what? I heard that some time ago there was I heard it was the pipe. <laughs> I know one know for myself. But let me tell you about Devil's Bridge in Germany. Now, among various different mysterious places, Devil's Bridge, Devil's Bridges, well, there's, there's not just one Devil's Bridge. There's so many Devil's Bridges. But the one in Germany stands out for its supernatural appearances. That's the one at Kromal, Kromlau. Cromlau, Germany. It stands out for its supernatural appearances. Like I said, I'm watching movies supernatural. They're trying to tell me something. Anyway, <laughs> it dates back to the 1860s and forms a perfect cycle with its reflection in the water below. Achieving such a feat of symmetry seems almost otherworldly, right? And has led to speculations about its uh, construction, but Nobody has ever seen anything supernatural happen there, but it's just because it looks like yeah, it's supernatural. Well, we're going to end with this one. That's in the Antarctica. It's called the Blood Falls. It's one of the harshest environments on Earth, and it's home to the eerie Blood Falls. 
Now, this crimson waterfall sparkly contrasts against the icy white glacier. And you know that Antarctica is white because of the snow and it's really cold, right? But this waterfall looks like blood. Yeah. It pours down five stories and scientists have solved the mystery behind the color. They said it's caused by salty, iron-rich water from which the glacier oxidizing and turning rusty red when exposed to oxygen. However, people still say that, you know, the true reason for that color is because there's something supernatural going on there. That is something I would like to see, if not for the fact that Antarctica is freezing. <laughs> on that note, you're going to be saying bye. I'll be here next week to tell you more on the Travel Tours and Tourism Space. My name is Lillian and you're listening to Africa Tech Radio. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.